Uh, hello, welcome to Simply Syndicated Gaming News. There, energetic intro over with. Hi, everybody. Tech. Tech. <laughs> what's, what's next on the list? Uh, this would be Achievement Unlocked, I think. Ah. Uh, that, that's mm. it. Uh, okay, so we're going to look at our list of tech news. And, and gaming news, sorry. Different show. And uh, talk about it. And the first thing is the Game Awards. Yep. Because it's kind of like the Oscars for us. And it was the reason we had fuck all to talk about last week. It was indeed, but it, it's <laughs> happened now, so we can talk about it all, which is yep. good. And, the, the yeah, Nintendo wins all the things. Well done there. Yeah. And, and they pulled a Steve Jobs at the end as well, with regards to Zelda stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Well, okay. So I was confused. I was sort of, yeah, that's Zelda DLC. I was like, really? A motorcycle <laughs> in Zelda? Well, imagine my confusion. I wasn't even watching the bloody thing, but I was up. I was watching football. And then all of a sudden, I look at my Twitter feed going, like, what the fuck? And there's just loads of pictures of motorbikes. I'm like, what's happening? Yeah. And I sort of peered at it a bit closer. I was like, oh, okay. I guess. Now, I haven't actually bought the Zelda DLC yet. Uh, but of course I intend to, and and I'm very much looking forward to driving around on, on a motorbike. Yeah, I mean it. You know, it's sort of the Zelda DLC. Uh, I was sort of slightly confused, faced by the whole thing since then, because they were bringing in like loads of things from other games, you know, masks and stuff, content from other games, and I was like, okay, so I'm guessing like suspension of disbelief. Is being stretched a bit with this. It's a Zelda game. There's no belief at any point. It's it's just all crazy stuff. It's fine. <laughs> and I think. Yeah, but I always thought that I thought that all the other ones were generally internally consistent. Well, they they pretty much kind of are. <laughs> Yeah. And look, I'll tell you what, if you want your mind to explode, like Google Zelda timelines and just, you know, oh, set yeah. your no, life on fire because don't, that's don't. just, it's insane. What? It, it's, it's a single timeline that splits up into three and may convalesce back into one at some point in the future. What's so difficult to understand? It, it always makes, you know, the uh, <laughs> IQ episode of, of Star Trek The Next Generation where they're going to show oh, the Borg yeah. the impossible object and he'll translate it back to all the other Borg and it will just kill them. Like, the Zelda <laughs> timeline does that to humans. Don't look at it. It will just fuck you up. But yeah, so Breath but of the, the Wild the won everything. Well, most of the things. They left a few crumbs for lesser games. It was that good a game, though. That's that's the problem. <laughs> yeah. It did win yeah. Game of the Year, Best Game Direction. Uh, I'm just scanning through just to see Breath of the Wild. Best Action Adventure Game. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and that's it. It won four. But the big four. <laughs> but yeah, the big four. Uh, yeah, the important four. It's not like, you know, best category and you get the Oscars and things like that. Yeah. And they they also won, like, best handheld game, Metroid Samus Return. Although, as we mentioned last week, that was a, a category of just Nintendo games. So Pretty much, yeah. They were going to win th- that I, one. Yeah. Bizarrely, I saw that um, some game or another is being ported to the PlayStation Vita this week. And my immediate response, I didn't even know what the game was. I was like, that's still a thing. It is still a thing, you well, know. I thought they. Well, well, I mean, because I saw adverts for Just Dance 2018 that um, been on the on the telly because it's Christmas and that's sort of a party game for the family, and they're releasing it on the Wii. Huh. Well, lots of people have Wiis. 
Yeah, so I was like, mm-hmm. if you're going to be collecting Wii shit, buy it on the Wii because it'll be rare on that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, actually. Mm. Sure, it wasn't the Wii. It was definitely the Wii. It was it was the Wii, the Wii U, and the Switch. Oh, and the Xbox, I think. <laughs> that's what they had on the advert that I saw. That's oh, yeah, because insane. of Knack. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I've never, play, it, I've never played a Just Dance game. Yeah, neither. No, I, I suspect I I'm no. never going to. <laughs> yeah. God, I, yeah. I genuinely... so before I, when I put it in, if I if ever catch me doing them, you know, dial two nines and then you save some time for you have to dial the third one because I've died of a coronary, coronary episode. Yeah. Yeah, I've been captured and replaced. But you're, you're absolutely right. There it is on Amazon. Wii U, Wii, PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, Xbox One, and Switch. Hmm. Yeah, a little go. bit disappointed there isn't a 3DS one. <laughs> I, although I see with a bit of scrolling, Just, uh, Just Dance 2017 was also on the Wii. They've never stopped releasing these on the Wii. I suspect they have a massive install base of you know people who just basically... Buy this buy that game every year it wouldn't surprise me um it's, i reckon they probably sell like, a lot of these to like old like old people's homes to try and get doris to you know move a bit yeah. you know stick a bit of just dance 2018 on and she just shake her ass on the uh communal way or to try to get her to you know break something and move on so that the family can finally have the house exactly um yeah they're making a lot of sudden movements and loud noises around grandma this christmas um, this is you, you know this kind of ties into I've been thinking a lot like just because a console isn't produced anymore doesn't mean its install base has gone away oh absolutely and the Wii is a, there's an example of that I mean god there were what 110 million something like that of those yep mm-hmm. so you know it's going to happen, yeah. isn't it? But the... Hang on a second. Sorry, I had to clear my throat while muted. Um, but the the PS Vita, yeah, it's <sighs> technically, right? It's I've been trying to figure this the fuck out because it's difficult. And as far as I can tell, it is still produced in Japan and sold to Japanese people. And there's no... And Sony have announced a while ago... No further first-party support for the Vita. But other people are still making games for it. There's, there, there's several games coming out a month that I notice. Mm. And and people like uh, Limited Run Games are doing uh, PS Vita runs of stuff. Hmm. So if you're into indie games and that sort of thing, yeah, they're, they're, uh, I'm interested in picking one up, to be perfectly honest. Plus with the... the uh, PlayStation Plus stuff. I already legitimately own some PS Vita games. Well, but, yeah, true. Um, and apparently, even more so, they are so easy to hack, it's obscene. And uh, they are great for running emulators on, apparently. Yeah, because it is a pretty powerful little console. Yeah. It's just that for some reason it never caught on over here. They never really... It felt like they never really pushed it over here for some reason. I, I don't know. I mean, from a spec sheet point of view it's superior to the 3ds in every way <laughs> it just is i i you know uh it, it's got a much nicer bigger screen better graphics everything but yeah it just never never quite caught on don't know i don't know why um i wonder if i wonder if sony will ever do another handheld 
Well, this is the big question, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, there are people at Sony who that question is keeping awake at night. <laughs> um, I, if if you were Sony or Microsoft and you're looking at the Switch, what are you thinking? If I were Sony or Microsoft, uh, what would I be thinking? After um, you've got over the oh shit, yeah. Once <laughs> once the uh, the string of escorts has been dismissed, uh, yeah, I I'd probably go to sleep. Well, that wasn't quite the answer I was looking for, but we can skip back to the <laughs> gaming awards because that's where we were. But yeah, I, I do. You know, are Sony going to make another handheld? I, I don't know. I just feel like if they were going to go down that road, they probably would have done it already. You see what I mean? Because um, like I say the Vita, it, it has a thing of like it, it's quite good, and people who like them really like them a lot. So why wouldn't you capitalize on people who like them by making it sort of in short order after the Vita rather than let it die and then try and reintroduce the idea again? You see what I mean? Because I, I don't think the, the the difference is, I think, that the Vita was in competition with the 3DS. And I, yeah. I think Sony, in a typical Sony way, figured bigger specs will beat that then. And he yeah. didn't. And they didn't learn that lesson. And then the Switch came along. And the thing is, the Vita wouldn't be in competition with the Switch. The, P the PS4 is in competition with the Switch. Right. And so they're going to have to bring out a handheld that is at least comparable to the Switch. I, I would imagine. I think you, it all depends as well on where the 3DS goes, what happens to it. Because I think, I think the feeling is that we're pretty much coming to the end of you know and there won't be another you know hardware iteration of the 3ds they'll still be making games for quite a while but we're not going to see another model of that and we don't know what is going to happen with nintendo's handheld future because they yeah. sort of muddied the water so it, because it does feel often like with handhelds it does feel like everyone is reacting to nintendo I, I, well yeah and they are yeah, no one's sort of ever looking, you know, at just generally, you know, uh, throwing ideas out there. They're always saying, well, what are Nintendo doing? Okay, well, how can we beat that? We can't do the same thing. Okay, so just make it more powerful. <laughs> that That's Put all, it. yeah, that's where their, their minds go with it. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, I bet your money there are prototypes of Xbox branded handhelds sat somewhere in a drawer. Oh, I'm yeah, somewhere. probably. I, I, I wonder if they might go down the road. If they're trying to, <clears throat> if they truly want some of that sweet switch money, then maybe you see something like you know the the travel PS4, and it's just a thing like you know the size of like an iPad that you put the put a disc in or you put a USB key in, and it has the controls on the side, and you can play uh, your PS4 mm. games that way or something like well, that. It's just that, a bigger screen. That's the other problem with it, isn't it? That you know the 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 point of the switch is TV console gaming on the go yeah. and i've got a collection of ps4 games what you're, are you coming at me with console quality ps4 gaming on the go i mean first of all that is not technically possible i i don't know that it is to, to not fit. without not without either deafening you with fans or burning your fingertips off with yeah heat. <laughs> i mean the, the ps4 they've made a sewn one but it's as big as it is for a reason that there's yeah. no gap in that box um, so they aren't shrinking it down and all my games are on blu-rays so mm. that's already made an enormous 
device right off the bat. So I I don't know. I'm I'm actually glad I have the luxury of not being in charge of product design at Sony, you know, because <laughs> well, I won't want to have to decide what they're going to do. Oh, that's why I think they would just say, you know what, the handheld market is, you know, let Nintendo have it. We'll just make, you know, more powerful consoles, bigger games, sexier looking games, 4K. I think that's why Xbox has done that now. That's why the Xbox One X is now out in the wild. It's, it's. I, I, I just I think unless you you're coming to the table with something that's better than a Switch handheld, or you're going to go and try and occupy the 3DS market, which I think is going to be very difficult. Um, I just think that it's it's kind of not too difficult, but I think the profits margins would be very very questionable. Mm. Plus, there's, you know, uh, the mobile games market to contend with now, which is... You yeah, know. Um, you know, it's not even like they can say, well, you, you can't play, you know, because the Switch is, is, is you're going to be able to play Doom on your Switch. You're going to be able to play Wolfenstein on your Switch. It's not like they can say you, you can't, you, that's like an Xbox and PS, PlayStation thing. Nintendo has, t- has taken that market and put it on a, a handheld device now. So they've got nowhere to go with it. Yeah, basically, yeah. I, I tr- I've, I've been trying to think that no one has ever challenged Nintendo in the handheld market. Not really. No, I think the closest that came was the uh, the Game Gear. Yeah, all those years ago, that was the closest, <laughs> and you know, it failed because uh, it had like a battery life of like a minute. Look, I I keep pointing this out because it's important <laughs> to remember. The Switch has the same battery life as the Game Gear did. It's just this: the Switch doesn't take six double A's. <laughs> it's still three to five hours, depending on the game you're playing. Battery life has increased nothing in 30 years. It's just the type of battery has become easier. Um, anyway, Game Awards, uh, do you remember? Well, that, uh, let's, yeah. Yeah, that was well, the award. I mean, yeah, it was like it was nice to see you know Wolfenstein two and Resident Evil seven getting a little nod in there. Yeah, best well, AR they game. They came out so close to they came out they came so close to as well. But I think the interesting thing was the announcements that came out with the Game Awards as well. Yeah. Uh, Bayonetta three was a bit out of left field. Mm-hmm. Well, and Bayonetta one and two come coming back to Switch, which I'm pleased about because I never got to play them. I know that B- Bayonetta one was not an exclusive that I could have got for the the Xbox, but uh, Bayonetta two was just for the Wii U. I yeah. can't imagine the money that changed hands for that to happen, but it was. <laughs> and Bayonetta three will be a Switch ex- exclusive as well. So there you go. I'm looking forward to those. Yeah, very strange, very strange, but yeah, uh, I very much enjoyed the uh, the new Death Stranding trailer. I like weird shit, me. I was going to say, and then, he da- and then Kojima <laughs> beamed down from fucking Planet Weird and <laughs> blessed us with his latest creation. Okay, it got me beautiful. thinking, is, what is the, the, the barrier between, like, what is the line, but I think Lynch kind of tap dances along this line as well, of people who make things, you just think, what the fuck is this? And then... They make something and go, I don't understand a single frame of that. It must be genius. So I just don't understand what I just watched. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> I'm, I'm so into two minds about it, especially Death Stranding. And as well, because I hate the title. It's, it's like just two random words stapled together. You might as well just call it sausage yogurt or something. Because Death Stranding makes no sense to me as, as two words together and what I just watched. 
explain explain the sausage game to me i'm in i'm into that <laughs> no it was just two because i'm such a fatty it was two food words came in my brain just now um <laughs> i i could see you could do a sausage yogurt i mean i hate yogurt so the whole thing is disgusting to me but yeah i've not I've, i feel like i've missed lots of announcements um yeah well, just to go back to Death Stranding, I, you know, those trailers, I, the, the game could be an utter disaster, a complete mess, and those trailers would be worth it. <laughs> is, that the, is that the one that they've put Norman Reedus in? Oh, yeah, Norman yes. Reedus. Right, okay. For some reason, Kojima's got a thing about he wants to put a baby in or on or somewhere near Norman Reedus yeah. at all times. Well, he's literally, yeah, this, during this trailer, we travel into Norman Reedus' stomach where a little baby is inside and gives us a thumbs up and winks at us. Okay. And then we come back out of Norman Reedus's stomach through his mouth. Well, uh, that's yeah, where you, know, you would PT go out had of. all that creepy baby stuff, yeah. didn't it? So it's like, he seems to have got on this idea of Norman Reedus plus a baby equals dollars, and um, he won't be dissuaded from it. Yeah. There's well, one thing that worried me about it, and it's the... Um, just one? Just one. Um, just one okay. thing that worried me about this. Uh, and it was that uh, they released some new posters as well for the game. And Guillermo del Toro's name is oddly missing from a lot of it because this was supposed to be a big collaboration between uh, the two of them. And suddenly he's a little bit absent. So I'm a little worried about that because I like him. He's good. Mm, yeah. He does weird shit and I like weird shit, me. I've never been more disappointed as when his Mountains of Madness film fell through. Mm, yeah. But yeah, that was the big one for me. I think it was the big one for a lot of people was <laughs> Death Strong. <laughs> Yeah, again, lots of very confusing gifts that appeared on my timeline at very, a very strange time in the morning, which I was not equipped to deal with them. <laughs> oh, I loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Um, was there anything I mean, else I was, announced? Yeah. Oh. Oh, there were other things, but um, the mind, the mind feels. Yeah. Um, I think I'm remembering the Mega Man thing. Oh, that's not on the thing. We should have that. Hmm? What Mega Man thing? The Mega Man. Oh, wasn't that? Did we talk did about we the Mega Man that? thing last yeah. week? Yeah, Mega Man Eleven. Yeah. Did we do that last week? Yeah. yeah. We did. No, it hadn't happened by then. Shut it up. did. Oh my god. I won't shut up. It's true. I believe yes. you. I believe you. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, you need to trust us, especially considering last week I, you were a day behind. I I was honestly the last <laughs> week and a half. I'm really not sure what's happened at all. To be perfectly honest, it's been so weird. I have been all consumed by this fucking RSS feed thing on the website. <laughs> I it, honestly, it's it's been all I could think about, and it, as I sit here right now, it still doesn't work. I've given up on it. I had to. <laughs> I, I I had left reality and and become merely a passenger in my own life. So, yeah, that was so I thought Mega Man was this week, but clearly not because I remember it. So it must be mm -hmm. from the week before. Have we done all the Game Awards stuff? Or, well, let's talk. Uh, we, some yeah, of the, well, the only thing. the only award that I take umbrage with is uh, best narrative for what remains of Edith Finch, because I think I talked about that on the show on the uh, yeah, on a previous episode that I think that it's, it's so confusing because in one aspect, the narrative of what remains of Edith Finch is brilliant in the way it tells the story, but it's also utter garbage because the story is bullshit and doesn't go anywhere and has no meaning. Hmm. 
and sort of at the last minute tries to pull it out of its ass that oh that's the whole point it's like no you don't get to do that fuck you <laughs> I, I, I know nothing of it hmm. um, Cuphead did alright as well that was a thing Cuphead got a few uh, a few things yeah Super Mario Odyssey did alright as well and yeah. Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle for best strategy which is odd I thought Stellaris was a shoe in for that do you know this is, I can't remember what else was nominated for that one, but I mean, the, the Rabbids Kingdom Battle, it's a great game, but it's very basic in terms mm. of its strategy gameness, if that makes any sense. There's, it's a stripped down XCOM. It's very stripped down. <laughs> and so while it is fun, it really is fun. It really is a great game. I, I look forward to the sequel when they fix a lot of the stuff with the first one sort of the gameplay mechanic sort of thing but it is a great game but I, I feel yeah hard, I feel like other games are hard done to by winning best strategy game yeah it feels a little odd I also but object to there being a most anticipated game award oh they do that all the time like, it's, yeah. how excited are we all that's gotta be I just that's a real double edged sword I, it, it's just so non unquantifiable. It's it's a yeah. bit silly, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also don't know who the trending gamers and all that bullshit is. That is not no. going to become a thing. No. Stop trying to make that be a thing. It won't be. Anyway. Okay. Right. Nintendo news. I I kind of like the the thing split up into subject. This is this is nice actually. Mario okay. Odyssey beaten without jumping. <laughs> oh, gamers. I I have to see that there's a video on this article. Is that it? Well, uh, it sort of runs you through uh, how he did it, but it does, I don't think that's actually the full run. Uh, yeah, the guy, he figured out, because Mario, it's amazing that this is the first game to have it. Uh, Mario Odyssey has a, a, a stats page with a jump counter that shows you how many times you have jumped Okay. in the game. And yeah, once you put that in there, it obviously becomes a challenge for players to get as low as they can. And the guy figured out that by uh, jumping using, uh, throwing your cap out and bouncing on the cap, that allows you to jump, but it doesn't count on the counter. Right. And also, like when when you possess things, uh, and they jump, it doesn't count on the counter. So the guys managed to get through the whole game without the counter going up at all, without sort of you know cheating. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if that's so, how you like to spend your time, okay. Yeah. Um, so I I would personally like to vouch for someone to try and do the uh, the Mein Lieben, uh, Wolfenstein two run without breathing. <laughs> Just you know, I'd watch that. As long as there was a camera on them. I, I don't think you could do it, probably. Well, you see, you say that. No, I think you need some... You need, like, some better jeopardy. Like, um, like you know, do it like a saw kind of reverse bear trap on their head. And it will <laughs> rip their head in half if they don't finish it in three and a half hours. I did enjoy... There was a, a fun thing uh, some guys did a while ago. They hooked up a... I think it was Call of Duty. <laughs> they hooked up Call of Duty to a machine which would uh, which draws blood. And they made it so that every time the rumble went off, basically indicating every time you got hit, it would uh, it would drain you a little of a little bit of blood. 
Uh, sadly, they did not do a challenge run. They sort of they hooked a guy up to it, and as soon as he as soon as as soon as he went, oh, I don't feel quite well. They unhooked him. That's just this lame. generation lame. of gamers, complete yeah. wusses. Back in my day, we have allowed a guy to bleed to death. Absolutely, absolutely. And in other Nintendo news, with no one bleeding to death, Switch has sold 10 million units in nine months, which is quite a few. It's a lot considering now how hard they were to get. Yeah, it really yeah, is. That is, actually, that is the it? one thing that makes this sort of questionable: is like, how did they, how did they get 10 million? Because how did where where were those 10 million? <laughs> Well, I, I think they just basement. really yeah. ramped things up. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's quite amazing. Yeah, it's kind of an, it's annoying as well because I attempted to do some. Uh, every time I attempt to do some research on it for the show, uh, the internet gets in my way. Uh, I tried to look up. I tried to find console sales like within their first year or within their first six months, or because you can find lifetime sales of a console everywhere. But that's kind of useless, you know? The PlayStation 2 will always be one of the best-selling consoles of all time because they never stop making the fucking thing. So it's going to sit at the top of that list. So it doesn't really... It's not statistically useful. But I could not find, you know, a list of uh, first-year sales for, a, you know, each console. And in fact, in doing in trying to find it, I found a, a list, a, a website, which back in May tried to claim that the switch had sold uh 20 million units huh which yeah they had a graph i think they thought that landed them some legitimacy so i don't know you know 10 million good on them it sounds big 10 million of anything you know i'd be proud if i had 10 million of anything um well apparently it's it's 20 percent above where we sales were at this point that is impressive you see that i need some context yeah yeah, mm. there's some there's some context. That is impressive. That is very impressive. So that uh, means, you know, if the trend continues, this will be Nintendo's best ever selling console, because at mm. this point it sold twenty percent more than their best ever selling console. And unlike that console, the the Wii, I say this, you know, get your daggers at the ready. The Switch is far less of a gimmick. <laughs> oh God, yeah. It's mm. you know a bone of it is a gaming machine as opposed to a toy. Yeah, yeah. Come at me, bro. <laughs> no, I'm. And totally yeah, I've with still you on never that. seen one. I've still never seen one being used in the way that I think they suggest you. You know that. Oh yeah. You take it out in on the bus and play with it. You know while you're traveling and things like that. Still never seen one. Yeah, no, I, I don't think that's ever going to be a thing. But yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Where the I fuck are they all then? You sold all these units. Surely one person must think, well, I can play this on my way to work. and They're in people's bathrooms. But, yeah. But, you know, <laughs> for, I mean, first of all, 10 million I genuinely worldwide. believe that that rubberized coating on the Switch is there as an antibacterial Wouldn't thing. surprise me. Um, yeah. I mean, 10 million worldwide. So if, you know, in terms of how many there are per person and your likelihood of seeing someone on the bus playing one, that's still pretty low. Hmm. Are you yeah. saying there are more than 10 million people? I've never seen them. Well, there you go. But there, I'm, yeah. it might come as a shock, but there are. I am a, I am a strict so, empiricist. <laughs> um, I, do you know what? I expect this to skyrocket next year. I mean, they've already announced that they're going to be making 30 million next year. Hmm. So they intend to sell 30 million next year. And so they, they 
I, I'm still expecting to see an announcement from Nintendo that where that allows them is basically their dick on the table and there's a loud thud and it's that's why we're going to sell three million uh, three times more switches this year than last year. Um, so get ready to see them in more places. I also think we'll see a Switch Mini, if not next year, then 2019, mm. probably you, 2019. So, Go ahead. What's going to be the unit shifter then? Because if you're going to I think because I think I've always said before that if you're going to sort of exploit this whole take it anywhere sort of thing, then the logical thing to do is Pokemon with a kind yeah. of Pokemon Go kind of integrated idea that you walk Especially around. Especially since your eggs they have, and stuff. yeah, just, they've said just, they're making one. Just Pokemon, just the next Pokemon yep. game. That's all you've got to do. That's it done. Mm. Um, well, I don't know because you see within this first nine months you know and I think we've said this before as well you know we had a massive Zelda game and a massive Mario game so those only come around every every few years you know I'm sure we'll see we might see another Mario party you know another one of the uh, side games in the series but we're gonna have to, the Switch is now going to have to it's been a sprint up to this point I think we're going to see it need to maybe switch speeds and treat it more as a marathon from now on. Yeah, I, I think they're definitely going to slow down a bit in 2018. And uh, hopefully, you know, they the signs are good. They do seem to be paying more attention for the first time in Nintendo's life to third parties. And we're seeing a lot more ports and a lot more sort of, uh, you know, better treatment of the third parties. So hopefully that will help them keep the pace going. I do think we're going to see a, a heck ton of that's a lot, by the way heck ton uh, of okay. uh, third party support over the next year and then I think in 2019 it will be even bigger because but I think there are a lot of gaming companies that are now scrambling to catch up and do something for the Switch and some mm. of them have got a lot of old IP that they can start porting over like Capcom you yeah. know mm. they can be like oh right cool here's some Resident Evil games they've been done for 10 years so we just made them run on this they can do that um and and so we're going to i think nintendo can afford to dial it back in the next year but although it would still, be nice if they if they brushed off some of their own long dead ip there's so F-Zero. much well yeah that's it mm. i honestly expect I to see an f for a new paper mario game there you go yeah they could do that so right so paper mario uh f-zero they would i would buy both those games myself yeah. absolutely yeah mm-hmm. i knew a new lilac wars game sorry star fox star fox game that, that doesn't rely on bullshit motion controls yeah um, now if they ported the last star fox game over and removed all the motion control bullshit that thing would sell like hotcakes they might well there's yeah. nothing stopping them doing that but that's before we even get to things like okay so we know they've got another pokemon game to come and there will be several of those we know <laughs> there's metroid prime 4 Yes. We know that we've got a new Kirby game coming, a new Yoshi game coming. We know there's also... Smash. Smash. That was what I was going to say yeah. next. There we go, yeah. yeah. Luigi's Mansion 3. Luigi's Mansion yeah. 3. Yeah. They they could happily do another year sprinting. Yeah. Quite happily. And then, like you say, then they start digging through and like, oh, punch out. Cool. You know, and other things. Pilot wings. Probably not. Yeah. Well, fuck it, you know. <laughs> Do you know what? <laughs> to say that is a concept that was made as a tech demo 
basically. Oh, absolutely. It, mm. It's still an enduring concept. In, and in all of its iterations, the original one was attack demo for the NES's, uh, what do you call it, the parallax chip? Mode 7 um, on the SNES. The Mode 7, yeah. yeah. And then for the Wii, uh, it was, you know, attack demo with a motion control, so yeah. <laughs> And the 3DS version, in fact, as well. It's oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. it's a very pretty game on the 3DS, and a lot of fun. And one of the first ones I bought. It was that was part of getting back into Nintendo again for me. Was I, I want to play Pilot Wings again, even though I played it on the SNES in uni. It was a friend's old SNES. I wasn't at university when the SNES was the current console. I just wanted to make that very clear. I'm not that old. I was mm-hmm. I was a child when the SNES was out. <laughs> so yeah i think we'll see a, a switch mini coming and i think then you'll see them everywhere. what about you see you raise that issue what about a switch pro <sighs> mm. i'm not sure what what you can do to make it more pro if you see what i mean well apart you, from you know new controllers or something i i think what you'd do is you'd make the compromise and make it a bigger machine and get something more powerful in there and potentially remove the handheld element well, I think that's what will happen. Oh, remove the handheld. Yeah. Yeah, make it a box. Make it a, you know, for people who just genuinely don't give a shit about taking it where they, where they, you know, into the the outside. Uh, people who just eschew that whole thing. Uh, who are happy just having a box sitting beside the TV. You know, put a bit more power in it. Give it a better it, controller. It's a possibility. Possibility. Or maybe could they do? I don't know if it's it's something they could possibly do on the Switch. Could they do something like um, they do on the Xbox and introduce sort of an app type thing, and you can watch Netflix on it and stream content to it, Twitch, something like that. I would expect that to come yeah. very soon. Actually, uh, they've there is a Hulu app in the US store, so it's oh. it's stuff that is coming. I think they. Uh, they wanted to keep it off there at launch because they saw what it did to the Xbox, you know? To be fair, you know, wasn't Hulu or, or Netflix's fault. No, that Microsoft, wasn't. Microsoft um, very much bent over their own box. and. But, you know, yeah, <sighs> their, their announcement was, hey, you know that box you love for gaming? Well, look how great it is at playing TV. And we're like, but gaming. And so Nintendo was, this is a gaming thing. You One day, maybe you can watch Netflix on it. But today... Look at Zelda. And I, I think that was a right move on their part. You know, everything fucking plays Netflix. I, I don't. I, yeah, I, I, honestly, I don't care if the Switch ever plays Netflix. I, I really don't. It will have no impact on its usefulness as a device. Because you have many devices. Exactly. Some, and people, some people don't. You know, for some people, this is the thing. And especially given its mobile component, you know, that, you know. Where the Xbox and the PS4, yes, they have Netflix. They don't have; they're not mobile things. That is one of the things where I could say, you know, the uh, the Switch could really benefit. From- I mean, because just from personally, I mean, I sort of I understand that because I've got see the Xbox and stuff is in a separate room, which is cold, and you know, not where my comfy chair downstairs is, downstairs is. So if I had a switch and I could just sort of sit and what I like, if it had like an app, like, cause I, I love the NFL and then there's NFL game yeah, pass. I, I have that on the Xbox. And if I could have game pass on the switch and just sit and watch it on the switch in my comfy chair downstairs, I mean, that mm. sort of brings another dimension to it's worth the outlay for it yeah. in the cost benefit analysis. Yeah, it goes absolutely. in the sort of pro, but 
Yeah. It it's does. just adding a bit more value to the machine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to speak out against the idea of I mean, yeah, I see what apps, you're saying. But can they afford to not have it? Certainly they can. But yes. would it be nice? Yeah, it kind of would. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, for the sake of a bit of software, I mean, really, how complicated is the Netflix app? I mean, like you say, it runs on fucking everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, there I has think there's never it's, been a more ubiquitous piece of software since Doom. Yeah, or Retro City Rampage, or something <laughs> like that. Oh, I th- I've I've ordered a Switch version of that. I saw that. I suspect. I suspected. You, yeah, because you put out a tweet saying, "Oh, look, there's one left," and I was like, "Yeah, they're, they're fucking sick." <laughs> well, there is a. <laughs> I'd already bought it before I wasted time posting a picture of it. <laughs> Way ahead. It actually stayed in stock for most of the day, I think. Um, so, yeah. It just, I like these very limited run things. Like, <laughs> part of my brain says, yeah, that's your pension right there. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's yeah, for you, it's the limited run games. For me, it's the vinyl. Yeah. Same thing. Which, but by the way, that is one thing I'm kicking myself over is uh, I missed out on the uh, Death Stranding. They did a uh, a vinyl, a sort of really cool colored vinyl with uh, the two tracks that they used in the previous two uh, trailers. And they're two really good tracks as well, <laughs> two really good songs by this band. But irritatingly, I missed out on getting it from the official store. So now if I wanted to get it, it would cost me like 60 or 70 quid. And I'm not that into it. That's a lot for a thing. Yep. It is a lot for a thing. It's more than I can justify for a thing. Yeah, I think it's more than most people can justify for a thing. Um, Ryan fucking Reynolds is being cast <laughs> as Pikachu. <laughs> what the fuck? Surely he's just going to do a silly voice. It won't be like he won't be. It won't be Ryan Reynolds dressed as Pikachu. Because that's ridiculous. He's <laughs> just saying Pika, Pikachu, Pika, Pikachu, Pika, Pika. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming this will, even though it says a live action film, Pikachu's going to be a CGI character. <laughs> Look, I'm really only interested in Ryan Reynolds. He's like, okay, he's in this film. Okay, fine. How much time is he wearing a shirt for? If it's more than all, it, <laughs> more than all of it, I don't care. Oh, uh, come on. Brian Reynolds is the voice of a generation. He's all right, yeah. <laughs> and you know what I will say for him? There are like a lot of actors who are terrible voice actors. He can do both. Yeah. He can. Yeah. He can. Uh, that is maybe due to his somewhat limited range. No offense to the guy. I love him. But <laughs> yeah, I, I, but I, I, since Deadpool, I can't imagine anything. I mean, I want to see a trailer recut. For this film with Deadpool's lines, because this is this is a live action film with a talking Pikachu who is a detective that wears a deerstalker. I don't know. I don't know quite what to deal with that. I really don't know what to say. Like as if yeah, old Japan. We're talking old Japan and detectives. Apparently, one of the most popular kids books in Japan is about um, a detective, but he's a big butt. He's just a big bum. He's an anthropomorphic ass who solves mysteries. <laughs> Stop the show. I need to binge read this. Yeah. Just, what the hell? 
Japanese. Oh, Japan. <laughs> don't don't Google Japanese bum detective. I can't guarantee what you'll get back. Oh, I can guarantee what you'll get back. And it won't be what you're looking for. <laughs> um, but it will be I pixelated, so don't worry. Uh, I yeah. got it. <laughs> Behold the butt detective, the Japanese detective who is also a butt. Oh, well, that's going in the download folder. I don't know. Oh, fuck, this is a Daily Mail article about it. <laughs> oh, he farts in the faces of culprits. Wonderful. Um, oh, there's a whole shit. It's, there's Jesus, loads of it's them. like the Mr. Man books. Oh, my yeah, God. Except, <laughs> except every single one is Mr. Butt. Oh, brilliant. Oh, thank you for that, Emma. No problem. Oh, that is Christmas. I'm crying at the moment because I was <laughs> giggling. See, why can't we get Ryan Reynolds to play the anthropomorphized arse? I'd watch that in a heartbeat. I would watch Pikachu, this shit out of that. <laughs> Bump detective. Yeah, I mean, is Pikachu going to fart on anyone? <laughs> I doubt it. <sighs> I, I mean, what's a poker? I didn't... <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know if this is sad in like the but, Pokemon world or the real world. I don't know. Yeah, but it it's says so in bizarre. the article it's shooting in London. Um, I I I don't know. <laughs> See, I'm I'm not. It, it, actually, no. The only thing that I find remotely surprising about this is that it's going to be so. I, I'm judging by the cast, it's going to be an English language thing, and. Uh, a lot of the the Pokemon stuff is Japanese only. Um, it's it's odd. It's it's just all odd. I'm also clinging on to uh, Reynolds in this because I'm getting to the point in my life where I'm starting to recognize fewer and fewer names of famous actors and actresses. You know the new fuckers. So with being joined by Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdoms, Justice Smith. Yeah, uh, I know. I do. Who that is. And Big Little Lies, Catherine Newton. I, I think okay. these might be uh, children. Possibly children. I, I, yeah. In which case, don't feel bad about it. Okay. I, I don't know the names of any child actors unless they grew up to become somebody else or particularly went off the rails and became news stories. Uh, ah. So I don't know. Anyway, on to Ubisoft news. <laughs> Clearly, they fucked everything. Uh, Ubisoft has delayed Far Cry 5 and The Crew 2. Well, Far Cry 5's only delayed by like a month, so it's not too bad, but The Crew 2 seems to have been delayed for ages. Mm-hmm. Well, the Far Cry 5 thing, you know, it's just whenever they said it's been delayed, I was like, wasn't it out already? <laughs> just because of the way no. they've been promoting it. You know, it feels yeah. like it came out back in October. I mean, because apparently it was meant to come out in February 2018, and it's now coming out in March, the end of March. Um, so, yeah, that's only like a month in terms of delay, which is uh, some people were suggesting that that's as they're sh- frantically stripping loot crates, loot boxes out of it. Um, that was my I think, thought. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But the crew, too, has been delayed for the best part of another year, um, which is quite alarming. And they've hinted at what this mystery third, uh, mystery third game. Um, and I was just trying to work out what this mystery third game might be. And I was just sort of skimming through Ubisoft sort of IPs and things. I wonder if it's Watch Dogs 3. Hmm, could be. Because it's too soon for another Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I think they've learned their lesson. that It's best to put the time in for that one. Yeah, so because I mean, th- this is sort of a projected for 2019 now. So yeah. I wonder if it might be something like that. 
Could be. Watch Dogs 2 did very well for them. Mm. And no one sort of saw that coming. Because Watch Dogs 1 was a bit hit and miss, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It was shaky. Yeah. And also, there's more than some suggestion that they're trying to link in Watch Dogs universe with the Assassin's Creed one, uh, because there's sort of hints in Watch Dogs the first um, that it sort of links into Abstergo and things like that. So. Yeah. And Maybe I've, I've heard it's, it's that there's more. In that cycle. This is heard... this is ultimately leading to the most awesome game ever made, Assassin's Dog. Absolutely. Watch Creed twenty twenty. There it is. Oh, amazing. Your your Ezio's dog. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to be Ezio's dog. I bet he trains his dog really well. I bet yeah. he does. And that's the new Assassin. That's it. Oh, make that game Ubisoft. Get on it now. Oh. Stop what else you're doing. <laughs> so we're going to have Assassin's Creed pets. Uh, I'll look forward to Tiny, ti- yes! tiny Toon. Tiny Toon Just Creed. I'm imagining the one. Yeah. how adorable the little hoods will be. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That's amazing. I know. I mean, I, I mean, whenever I see a dog in clothes, I think, take it off. But at the same time, they're so cute. I know. I have the same problem. Yeah. We, we've, we've always, Alice and I always totally agreed we we don't put clothes on them they're dogs no yeah they they don't like clothes yeah during the recent cold snap whiskey and uh, walking whiskey and joke a schoolgirl a very annoying little schoolgirl who after we had this rather charming little interaction uh pissed all over the whole thing uh she the dogs were walking along happily you know in the snow enjoying the snow she's like you can't put your dogs out in that it's too cold for them and i was like bitch they would go swimming in this weather i didn't say that well but yeah. yeah There, but then she uh, proceeded to throw a snowball into the middle of the road for them to go fetch. Yeah. Kids. Kids. Why? Why do they be? I, I don't know. Sorry, what were we on anyway? The, uh, oh, adorable Ubis- dogs. It's Ubisoft. Yeah. No, Ubisoft. Mystery third game. That was it, <laughs> mystery third game. Yeah. Maybe it's a new Mario so Rabbids sequel. Good hell, it could be. Um... They, yeah, they did. Actually, they did put out. Was that after the Game Awards as well, or is that still upcoming? They've announced that they're like bringing a free update to Rabbids Mario crossover that allows for uh, versus play. I haven't seen that. To, yeah, apparently two player versus. Which I was like, first it was like, oh cool, free update, and I was like, hold it, what, what? That's an update. Why didn't? Why wasn't that a thing to begin with? Um, Seems I, so obvious. Like I say, it's a bare bones game. <laughs> so there could be a lot more yeah. to it, and clearly they're getting on with yeah. that. But it's like announcing that, yeah, upcoming DLC from Mario Kart 8 that will add uh, tracks. Yeah, it is that kind of thing. Um, but but uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Although it was Ubisoft, you'd have to pay extra for wheels. From, from what I gather, they they Nintendo were difficult to work with. <laughs> I assume, yeah. Uh, they probably had they had shit like standards. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. But, I, you yeah. know, it wouldn't surprise me the first day on working with Nintendo and their executives turn up and just let you know, right, we've got your wife and kids, just to let you know. <laughs> They're absolutely fine right like a, now. But I imagine it's like the trashy girlfriend who's like... <laughs> Really, you know, she does. She she doesn't understand. She thinks her man is this new guy she's going out with is like being super super hard to deal with because like he he like gets pissed off whenever I put cigarettes out on him. Yeah, he's got yeah. no. You've got he's got higher standards. That's all. Yeah, <laughs> that's all. Uh, yes, I'm. But I'm yeah. still so looking I'm, forward to Far Cry Five though. Um, as am I, yeah. but 
I would be looking forward to it more if they, you know, hadn't been promoting it so much yet, considering it was never coming out this year. And yet, as I say, it feels like it did. Mm. Yeah. Don't push your game too early. That's yeah. that's the key. Yeah. Uh, so moving on, they put <laughs> camp. Well, <laughs> okay right okay player unknown battlegrounds did a, a an update to a character graphic <laughs> model thing and they gave her camel toe in her shorts there uh they have since apologized and taken it out <laughs> these photos are hilarious it's really uh, there it's really there yeah, it really is Oh yeah, I mean, why would you? Why would you do that? They say that it was uh, they pushed an update which used an older version of the model. That basically they had already removed the camel toe, and then they accidentally pushed an update that included it again. Um, which you know, I'm sure is a thing that happens. I'm sure that you know, even once you you know pull out the camel toe, if it was able to form once it will reform eventually through walking. Um, Emma? Um, (laughs) (laughs) I think you will notice that the the necessary junk adjustment um, we've all had a way. Ladies have to do. Look, of course, this is this happens, but it happens. I think probably ninety five percent less of the day than it appears to happen to men, because honestly, I can't. You know, there's constant readjustment it just seems ridiculous it's a much more unwieldy system we have rich are underpants not supposed <laughs> to deal with this is that not the point of underpants I, well I, I think looking at these character models it does raise the uh the more you know in our question that this character model is just running around i, I, I mean those aren't say, shorts my, my underpants are bigger than the shorts this character is wearing absolutely and I, I don't wear yeah, like being... crazy underpants or anything. Yeah. Then and I, I, things, but yeah. Also, I, I favor the sort of uh, the brief, which is you know slightly tight. You know, I like things to be kept in place, but not skin tight, which is what no. these appear to be. So yeah. Uh, well, they've they've taken it out. So they've taken it out. They have they have plucked it. Uh, <laughs> Just, there you but go. But still, I'm left with. The, the the sad the sad feeling that there are people jerking off over this. Oh, absolutely! Oh, there are people jerking oh, off over ruined, the, everything. Ruined everything. There are people there. jerking off over this podcast. I mean, I showed it to a friend of mine who I know for a, a fucking fact is jerking off over this right now. It's not <laughs> so, even out yet. Um, <laughs> do you think they do? Do you think? Do you think they do that? Absolutely. Actually, I don't put anything yeah, past men. Yeah, I, I don't. Not a single thing. Of course, they do. Mm-hmm. Some of them have got a picture of this on their phone. For men on, were on the go, men, perving. Yeah. Men were pretty bad already, like up until the mid nineties. Then the internet came around and fucking ruined any chance we have. Yeah, yeah, we're awful. Yeah, we are terrible. Well, women but, are bad as well because I was once in a doctor's surgery reading it, reading an ancient copy of like Women's Weekly, and one of the feature articles is about this woman who was in, rendered insanely horny by pots and pans, I like kitchenware. Yeah, but do you know what the difference is? Is that men would read that and think, "All right, pots and pans," and they'd go home and have a go at it. Whereas, 
<laughs> well, some men would. Yeah. The same men that would jerk off over this picture of camel toe. I think that yeah. these people belong to that whole group of, of people who enjoy enjoy uh, cartoon porn. It's like it's pictures where you, it's it's just drawings. Stop liking that. That's weird. Sorry. You're allowed to like what you want if you like drawings. That's fine. Yes, you are. Absolutely. Yes. But yes, yeah, so this has been removed. And I, I kind of wanted it to become a fe- I hope someone mods in a feature where you started off the, where you start off a match without it. And then as you run around the camel two forms and your movement you you incur a movement penalty and so you have to stop and readjust yourself <laughs> which boosts your movement up a, a bit more oh. but they've just brought this game out on the xbox one it would seem and it doesn't work no, no it's ruined um because they were sort of popping on about you'd be out this would run at 60 frames a second and apparently it runs at 15 yeah this was like back uh back at like e3 this was kind of the only thing Microsoft had that was an exclusive that they were like, they trumpeted, like, get an Xbox One X because we're going to have this thing and it's going to be brilliant. It's going to be better. It's going to be the best. It, they went full Trump. We're going to have the best game. Uh, it's going to have the most frames. And like Trump, it has launched and it is catastrophic. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty crap. I think it'll, it'll sort itself out, but the fact that it's launched and yet again, you have yet another multiplayer game which is launched and is unusable as the game that it's... The whole entire point of it is mm-hmm. that you can use it as multiplayer and it's it don't work. It's just so, so yet weird. Again. That, I mean, the PC version, which, you know, everyone loves, uh, you know, it's like... it was. I think the, the Game Awards, it was like the, uh, the multiplayer game of the year. It is technically still in... Is it still open access or is it alpha or something? And I don't know what it is in now. And yet they've gone and released it as a full retail game on Xbox One X when it is sort of inherent to it is that it kind of never will be finished. You well, know, I they're mean, constantly it's launched, updating it. Yeah, I mean, it's launched on Xbox minus achievements even. It's wow. that not finished. Damn. And people were like, blue? Because, I mean, that just doesn't happen on the Xbox. Yeah, Microsoft all these, are all pretty... All these things have achievements. Like, like I've said, Microsoft are like kind of overly serious about achievements in my opinion so yeah i didn't know that they've done that that's yeah that's a that is a that shows a strange desperation on their part well it's a massive compromise yeah are they just desperate to get this out there yes yeah they want they want microsoft specifically yeah Yeah, while it's hot while there's you know endless gifts of people wearing dresses hitting people with frying pans which seems to be the big attraction of this game and the whole thing of like you know 100 people battle royales and things like that which you know is a cool concept but it's hot now and so you've got to get it on your ex on your system while it's still cool so um especially considering other games are now starting to copy it and sort of maybe improve on it a little and you know put it in finished games so maybe that yeah they're sort of they know they're reaching the end of the time they have to capitalize on this yeah, so they'll put it on while it's shit and with no achievements and all this sort of thing because they've sold units and that's their primary goal. So they've sold units, we could fix it later. Um, yeah, but so this is this is what you end up with. Hmm. I still haven't uh, played it. I've been tempted too many times, but I, uh, I have not jumped into it. Um, just watched a shit ton of uh, GIFs and videos. It's kind of like the Daisy in that in that way. In fact, the guy who does it was one of the guys behind Daisy. 
So that's even more proof that this will never be finished. Okay. So what else do we have? Children as young as 11 introduced to gambling through CSGO skins. What, what is that? Counter-Strike Global Offensive. Okay. Skin CSGO. says U- UK Gambling Commission. Hmm. Yeah, so this whole thing of skin gambling, which has been a, an ongoing issue, it sort of got conflated with all the, the loot boxes and stuff now. But um, there was a big scandal. I mean, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. There was a big scandal about uh, websites where you can gamble the results of your uh, CSGO uh, winnings, so to speak. Yeah. And there's the, obviously the concern is that it's hooking in kids and it seems to be now fairly you know it's now the eye of sauron for the, of which is the government is now focused on the, the uh, bleary as a problem the bleary waking up late to the party eye of sauron. <laughs> is there yeah. what oh, uh, what sorry i did i'll get my contact in what's everyone mad about yeah but you oh, know, i don't like that either yeah but they're gonna look at it and have the view of oh so that's how we get children addicted to gambling then yeah yeah well we'll but do the, that then yeah. can we get this into schools <laughs> well the easiest way to do that is just have pet have irresponsible parents not irresponsible parents but i mean i was introduced to gambling by putting a bet on the grand national every year as a child they would say you know pick one out of the paper and we'll all put a, we're all one of it we'll put a bet on all together and um you know so it's it's not it's like not unusual for kids to be sort of introduced to sort of casual gambling in in such a way i suppose but it's the fact that there's young kids who sort of don't understand that you know these things and money and you know you can lose money as well as like the complexity of gambling yeah you know children don't really understand that in in real life when you run out of money you end up on the street (laughs) you know that's you know they don't quite understand the full extent and also the uh the thing that you know this the skin gambling it's been going on for like quite a while and it only really get gained attention whenever those uh fuckers on youtube uh there was a big scandal because it turned out that these guys who ran youtube channels where they would regularly uh video you know uh record themselves gambling and winning uh you know on these sites turns out they kind of owned the sites oh dear yeah they owned the sites and weren't telling anyone and you know the since they owned the sites they were winning you know well it didn't matter if they lost because they owned the site to which they were gambling so yeah that was a big thing and uh i think they got off basically scot-free with that there was a whole big court case but they were you know given a slap on the wrist so yeah um I've never, I've never got the whole skin gambling thing. Do I mean, you know, they say you know the reason it is. They say that the the only reason it's they consider it gambling is because you can cash out at the end. Yeah. But I just, I think I don't get into gambling because it just seems like such a fucking effort. I I I think the hammer is going to fall on all of this very soon. Yeah, it's. I mean, especially now, it's effect. I mean, especially as well in in this country that there, there's a there is a big problem. You know, there's, there's a lot of problem gambling, especially because we've got you know there's mo- many betting shops on every high street, mm. and the folk there's a lot of focus now on those sort of you know um, the poker electronic poker machines where you can bet like a hundred, hundred fifty, two hundred quid in one go, and you know the, these things are sort of getting out of control. So it's all going to get 
conflated into one, I think, and there's going to be a massive crackdown, you know, with with that and these these uh, CSGO sites. But, you know, play, PUBG has got these sites also. I, mm-hmm. I expect there's probably things with Team Fortress. Anything that has little things you can win and then take those things and turn them into other things has got this yeah. sort of set up going with it as well. So It's because uh, Valve... Uh fucking years ago with uh, Team Fortress 2, Two. Uh, they introduced the inventory system to Steam where the things you unlock in the game become like part of a global inventory which you can trade to other people or indeed to these sites. So that allow- that basically allows what you earn in game to become externalized, to become monetized in real life. And that basically seems to be the only use of it that I can think of. You know, I, I've never given a shit about, you know, what my Team Fortress 2 unlocks can... I don't see the point of trading between games, even. Like, I'll trade you a Team Fortress 2 gun for a Counter-Strike gun. That's just weird. I, I've never done any yeah, I mean, of this. We, we don't... Well, I suppose because we don't really play those games kind of to the yeah. exclusion of everything else. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think there are people who play, like, CSGO and, and literally play nothing else. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. And it, that is all they do. And so you having a skin that I want or I, me having one a moderately rare skin and being able to take that to another website and turn it into other things that I'd like or indeed money, which is universally useful, um, mm-hmm. has has an appeal. It adds an extra dimension. So say you've been playing, because CSGO is an old game. So you've been playing this thing for donkey's years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it adds a little bit extra, I suppose, like, you know, sport gambling does on sport and things like that. You know what? It, you know what reminds me of more than anything, um, antiques. Because uh, you know, if you watch um, Antiques Roadshow or you know, Cash in the Attic or any of those things, it occurred to me years ago that the, the sort of the antiques market—it's basically a bunch of—it's—it's th- it's almost like the stock market. It's a bunch of things that people assume are worth something, yeah. but they don't actually want. They just want it because maybe they can trade it for something that's worth a bit more that they don't want that they can trade for. You know, and eventually at the end they'll be able to cash out. But they never do because they get stuck in the system. You know, that's what it seems like to me. But I think that's that's collecting anything or, or speculating on anything. Mm. I think there are people who get into who are getting, like is with games. People who get into antiques because they generally like the thing. Say you're. Are there any of those people? <laughs> ceramics. I'm sure there are. I mean, there's people who love like Roald Dalton and things like that. Who. You know, I think that there's people like um, like fucking, things like dinky toys fucking, that are massively popular and things like this. I think there are people who genuinely love one thing about antiques and collect that thing and then maybe sell that thing to buy another thing. But then again, there's other people who are in it for purely speculative reasons. I think there's there's the whole spectrum. Fucking weirdos, as he eyes his vinyl collection. <laughs> exactly. What were you saying about your records earlier? <laughs> Shut up. Uh, <laughs> I don't so, like this story anymore. Yes, I, I think the whole <laughs> thing is going to come down on this nefarious, shitty gaming stuff. Yes, because I think let, let's not get away from the thing that I think that, like you're saying, those shitty YouTubers that set up that website, mm. it was out to exploit kids who don't understand the complexity of what they're offering up or getting have potential to get back out. Yeah. Or don't understand that you know, they don't quite cotton on that these things equal actual money, and you're not money, always winning. Money is a the other finite thing. <laughs> you know, yeah. it runs out. Yeah. 
Uh, okay. After a year on sale and countless updates, Overwatch adds a mark all as seen button to character unlock screen. Is I know this- it's a stupid story, but it just I played Overwatch for a while. My sister uh, really badgered me into playing it. Um, uh, yeah, I this is like of all the updates since I've been gone, they've added like two or three extra characters. And all this stuff. And I do, you know, I, I'm on Reddit, so I always see, like, the latest updates and the latest changes. And this Mark All Scene button is the first thing that has made me think that would be worth playing again just to see that feature in place. Because it was so fucking annoying. This reminds me of... Oh, I think because it might have whenever been... it worked before, you had you opened up your loot box, or, you know, well, not loot box, but you're, you know, you're, they call it a loot box, but... You know, you can't cash out and you don't pay money for them. Or you can't pay money for them. Fuck. Uh, but anyway, the things you, you know, you'll you'll get a bunch of these things and then you'll have to open them one by one and you'll unlock like 30 things for various different characters. And then whenever you go to char- your character select screen, every character you've unlocked something for will have a little new icon above them. Mm-hmm. And the only way to get rid of that icon previously was to click into every character and go look at every single item that you had unlocked individually, even though you had already seen it when you unlocked it. Oh, that's fucking annoying. There was no mark all as seen button. And finally, after like a year and a half, they added one. Was it one of the Call of Duties where you'd win badges or something? And God, I seem to remember that was another thing where it just forever said that there yeah. were new things. Yeah, th- yes, you are correct. New things, new things. I fucking know. You just told me what they were. Go away. And you want me to just scroll through and highlight it on the menu for that thing to go away. And sometimes yes. I would snap and actually go and do it. Same here. Yes, uh, just same. to make that thing it. go away. So yeah. I, I totally appreciate a mark all is done <laughs> button. Yeah. <sighs> But yeah, I just wanted to throw that in because it was just, even though I'm probably never going to go back to the game, it was just like, it was like a phantom fart. It made me feel better, even though, you know, it's never going to benefit me. Fair enough. No, I, I understand. I totally <laughs> understand. Uh, okay. Oh, the Destiny DLC. Oh, they fucked up again. Oh, I can't believe I've actually keep fucking this up. Yep. It, it's quite Every time something. they pick it up, it turns to more shit. Yep, they sort of, after the last thing, which was the uh, the XP problem, where they were lying to people about how much XP they get, they got, they were like, we're really sorry, we're really sorry, we'll change that now, and we're really sorry, and we won't do it again. And now the new DLC has come out, and it turns out that the DLC gets off a bunch of content that if you didn't have the DLC, you used to have access to, but now if you don't have the DLC, you no longer have access to. That's terrible. Just fuck off Bungie, that is a new level of fuckery. That's horrendous. That's like, you know, the, the Breath of the Wild DLC. Like if, you know, as soon as they unlocked, uh, you know, brought out DLC pack one, they were like, oh yeah, and now you can't use swords if you don't have the DLC. But we have all these swords, but no, not anymore. No. To keep using those swords, you have to buy the DLC. That's awful. There's some whole shit in it. Yeah. So, again, they've said, we're really sorry. We won't do it again. They fucking will. They're just going to keep being shit until they get to the minimum level of shittiness and get away with and then stop. 
Yeah. I, I think so. I, I believe so, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you there. Yeah, I wouldn't play. I'm not playing Destiny 2. I believe I played, like, the... The... the, the, uh, the not the demo, because we don't do demos anymore. Except for... Um, what do you call them? Bethesda? Bethesda seemed to be embracing demos again. But I've, uh, I played the, the beta for the original Destiny, and it was all right. It was okay, but it wasn't Halo, so I wasn't that interested. <sighs> I, I'm really objecting to games that do shit like this now, and I'm, I'm just not buying them. It, it, it's that simple. I'm just not playing these games anymore. Mm. Um, kind of pissed me off, because I haven't had a good like first-person shooter in a long while that I've been able to enjoy. You know, a multiplayer first-person shooter. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I I got sort of worn out with first person shooters after mm. the the Xbox 360, and I've it, it's been a while since I've really looked into any. Same here. To be honest, uh, I did get Doom when that came I out probably. on the PS4 because uh, that was Doom, and I enjoyed that. But still, I never really played the multiplayer though. No, I never once played the multiplayer. Mm. Although apparently it is quite good, but I never, yeah, it was weird. I never got into it. Yeah, I, 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 I still don't know if I enjoy that sort of thing, especially when I'm not playing with people I can talk to. Yeah. You know? Um, uh, especially if, you, if you're trying, like a complaint I've had a lot of times, is especially if you're sort of coming to it new, and maybe yeah. the, you know, the multiplayer's been out a while, so you get into a random lobby and everyone is is many degrees better than you are and you're just getting wrecked at every corner and oops sorry things like that it's it's not fun no no yeah and of course you know <laughs> online interactions may vary out there be wankers absolutely so okay and finally <laughs> Oh, might we, we might be able to change our PlayStation Network usernames next year? Not that I'm, yeah. I've ever tried to or thought about it, but don't well, know I what mine is actually. Well, this is the thing. So whenever, you, yeah, whenever you I have to do this on Xbox for a while, like you can change your your handle oh, forever. on Xbox. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think you get one free, and then after that, you can do it, but you have to pay money. I think so. Um, yeah, um, but yeah, it was the thing with the PSN names that you basically the one you picked is the one that you've got, and that's it. Um, so I think there was a lot of problems with people who picked their you know their screen name when they were fourteen, and it's you know four twenty just plays for days, blah blah blah, and now they're thirty something and feeling a bit embarrassed about it and uh, can't change it. Especially <laughs> since it transfers over from like the previous generation. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like I, like I said, I, I got my PS3. Um, I got it the day Metal Gear Solid Five came out. No, not five, four. Sorry, four uh, came out because I wanted to play Metal Gear Solid Four, and I had to like make up a PSN account in order to download updates and shit. So I just wanked off whatever came to mind first. Uh, so yeah, and I've been stuck with that ever since. And Sony have been like every time. This has been like a constant request put to Sony, and for some reason they've been like, no, no, we can't do that. We really we can't do that the, the, for some reason. Somehow, I mean, PSN has always been a bit of a shit heap. It's improved, you know, phenomenally since the PlayStation Three days, but it's still kind of a a disaster zone uh, networking wise. Sort of, you know, the 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 way it works. But for some reason, part of that is like usernames are like crucial. Like 
for some reason you cannot do that if you change your name if one person changes their name the whole thing just crumbles bizarre it's weird it's, it's the weird. same thing as the fucking light bar being an integral part of the controller if you turn off the light bar the whole controller fucking dies I was like, it's such a uniquely millennial problem, this thing of, you know, having to, a screen name that you came up with on a whim when you were a teenager is sort of now attached to you forever, sort <laughs> of, and I think, you know, I can see myself as, you know, an old lady and, you know, my grandkids sitting around me and say, Grandma, tell me how you came by your your internet name, you know, because that's like the one that you picked is obviously you'd have no, you mostly have no choice in picking your actual real person name, but your internet yeah. name can be virtually anything. So there's a whole wealth of stories of people who, how you came by your, your internet you'll, name. You'll look down at her and say, well, Susie underscore XGGG 476. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. It's actually amazing the number of things that the suggestion of changing your username, just uh, iTunes. My, my, I if I could change any, that's the one I'd change. <laughs> is is the iTunes account I set up fourteen years ago? God, yeah, or something like that, which has my dot mac email address in it. Ooh, never used. I never had a dot mac email address. They just gave you one, and you sort of had to have one at the time. It was weird, mm. uh, and now it's changed. But I can't change my my username. Oh no, because then everything I bought for the last decade and a half will stop working. It's just it's strangely old because like I think modern systems like uh, like Twitter, the way they set it up is like every user you're you're not whenever you pick a username. That is completely inconsequential. Whenever you sign up, Twitter assigns you a, a numerical code that you are known by. And the username is just, you know, something that you tag on to show people, you know, who you are. So you can change it whenever you want to whatever you want. I had no idea and, that was how Twitter worked. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they figured it out. <laughs> they figured it out. Whereas, you know, these older systems, you know, they made the thing that you chose an integral part of their system, which is always a mistake, I think. God, yeah. Just one that no one saw coming. <laughs> oh, well. Mm -hmm. So, that's the end of the news then this week. Yeah. Not overly busy, but not bad. Not bad mm -hmm. at all. So, what have we been playing? Uh, Emma. Well, Emma's finally finished Lego City Undercover. Um, uh, yeah, it was about a, about a full, but what I estimated about 40 hours um, to 100% it. Um, yeah, uh, but there's always a point with the Lego games. Well, for me especially, like, because if I'm playing them, I'm out to hundred percent them, and um, there always comes a time when you're about seventy-five percent complete, and you're thinking, "Why the fuck am I doing this? <laughs> Just take it out of the machine and put it away." It's funny you say something that. Because after you were talking about it last week, I did look. I did look up. Uh, like I was curious as to where I got in uh, Lego Marvel superheroes. Uh, Another game I've hundred percented. By, by the felt, way, yeah, it felt like I played like that game for like ever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I looked it up, and I was like forty something percent of the way through. Oh yeah, um, I mean, and that's if you, if you literally play these Lego games and just play the fifteen to twenty levels they give you. That is about 13, 15% complete, usually. Yeah. 
Then you have to and unlock all the characters and all the specials. And then you do bits. all the red bricks, the gold bricks, the mini kits, the you know the the vehicles, the helicopters, um, the special the special unlock bits. Um, in Lego City Undercover, there's thing called super builds, and you have to collect things so you can build the super builds. And yeah, it goes on and on. And yeah, literally, when you're sitting there and you're thinking, "Why the fuck am I doing this? Just put it away and leave it at seventy five percent completion." My brain's going, "No, must finish all things, must be hundred percent, must get all achievements." So yes, I finally finished it. So I do what I do always with these Lego games of like, I'm never fucking playing one of these things again. It takes too long and you have to kind of complete it and you can't let it lie. And then I always buy another one and, <laughs> you, and then you, I'm back to doing it again. You must never play Breath of the Wild because no one will ever see you again. <laughs> it was bad, bad enough when, when I, be, I mean, because this is a thing that Richard's quite rightly pointed out that I muller games. I play games to death. And how bad was it when I bloody was playing Fallout 4 and it just deleted my life for like that, yeah. four, four solid months? Um, oh, he's yeah, like, where's Fallout 4 VR. <laughs> my dad is still caught care. up in Fallout 4. I they, think that has been I think that has been the case since we've been doing this show. <laughs> well, I mean, I had to. It was just thank Christ I played it in the football off season. Otherwise, no one would know what I look like. Because between that and football, which has already fucked up my body clock to such a degree that I have no idea what time it is anymore, um, it's it's just as well that it was it was in the meantime in between me staying up till ridiculous o'clock in the morning watching two teams that I actually don't even have a rooting interest about. It's just as I have to watch it because football. Um, it's, yeah, I, I'm, it's one of those things of when I finally finished it, I was like, oh, thank fuck. It was with relief that it was finished rather than like, <laughs> you know, to, the story parts I enjoyed and this first bit of the collector thing, you know, you enjoy. But when you're sort of in the last dregs of it, and especially when, you know, you're trying to find stuff and you can't fucking find it or it's up some, there's always in these Lego games, and new ones especially, one like one race or one sit like one sort of token which is sort of a very hard series of jumps away which you will fuck up a bazillion times and you think right that's it i'll just leave it 98.9 percent completion i'm done i'm not doing this i'm not going to keep doing this and you, you inevitably you will because you, you can't let it lie yeah so it's um it's one of those things of um it's complete it's on the the uh, shelf and um i'm gonna play some stuff that is um you know shorter now because the, the lego games from you know my limited playthrough it does seem like you know they like the harder stuff requires some real precision platforming but the camera yeah. is an utter bastard oh god yeah i mean because in especially in this one there, there was a bit where to get it was like one of the last things i had to do it was to get a um to get the, one of the last vehicle tokens and to do one of sort of the little side quest bits you had to um sort of glide it sort of use like a little flying glide sort of one through that sort of assigns one of the characters to get to a series of inflatable animals and then you had to bounce along the inflatable animals to get to the to the thing and oh my god yeah there are some bits where you you cannot move the camera so you're just going on faith that you're going in the right direction and hope that the camera sort of right catches up to you um 
it it is yeah it is one of the flaws of these especially now they've sort of gone to this thing of you know big open worlds where all the collectibles are because yeah. it used to be that you you would go into the level there would be like a little hub area and there'd be a few little bits and pieces but it'd be really yeah. limited it'd be like one or two rooms uh but now it's gone to huge great hub worlds it and- already used to be the uh the mario 64 sort of hub world with a bunch of rooms you know a bunch of ways you go into the different levels type thing yeah, essentially, right. essentially that. Um, it, um, it, it now it's changed to those sort of open worlds. It's fine, but the cam, like you say, the sort of the control scheme. I mean, one of the really irritating ones that I played was uh, the first Lego Marvel Superheroes um, mm-hmm. had some awful, uh, like unplayable, unplayably bad controls in sort of the open world. Um, it's one of the actually one of the only ones I've sort of abandoned. Like I think I got to eighty seven percent completion and abandoned it right. because I was like I cannot do <laughs> a couple of these races. Just the, there was one where you have to pilot like a little RC car through a a maze, and the only way to move the RC car in that game on the Xbox is with the D pad. Right. And it was literally click it once and the whole bloody car spins around. It was it was awful. And it was one of those things I had to put it away because it was making me angry to that degree of like, I cannot do this anymore. It's, it's done. Um, I'll just sit at 87% completion and, and lump it because, um, yeah, I, I can't spend any more time on this. It, it's, it's ruining me. Um, so, um, yeah, it's... You feel like you're just sort of waiting for the the controls to yeah to kind of catch you, up to yeah. the ambition of what the the overworld wants you to do. So you're done with that now. <laughs> I'm done with that now, and maybe I can get onto a game that's not going to either you know make me until hate my existence one. or delete all my progress, which <laughs> is there, yeah, until the next one. Yeah, isn't there another Marvel superheroes one coming? It's what lads? It's on my Christmas list. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I might, I might pop that back in. I've, I've been looking for reasons too, because I spent fucking money on it. So I want, I want to play it. Well, look, if you, do, you know, play the, play, just play the levels through because they're quite fun. I mean, because there's a whole, you know, there's a whole level which is um, sort of a, a, a rip, sort of a child-friendly rip-off of the Shawshank Redemption, which is quite funny. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, okay. Um, there's, there's a whole level <clears throat> where you meet sort of. Where it's like a construction site, but the your, your foreman is Arnold Schwarzenegger, and there's many, many sort of crap puns that are like his films. And it's it's that sort of humour of you know that kids are playing it, but it's for the humour in it is for the adults in the room. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, um, it's yeah. If you're just happy to not do any of the collectibles or any of that shit, just play the levels. They're fun. Cool. <laughs> uh, so Mike, what weird shit have you been playing this week? I've basically just been playing uh, a lot more The Holder, the game I was talking about last week. Uh, I've yet to successfully... Well, I've I've played many games of it, uh, but every single one of them has ended with my family dead and the state hauling me off, despite me doing my best to please them. It turns out that in a totalitarian police state, it's not just a case of being honest with the state, it's a case of when to be honest <laughs> And how exactly you phrase that honesty. Well, yeah, yeah. So you, you but, keep yeah. getting... I should make a note of that. Then, so. I keep I yeah, keep yeah, getting uh, shipped off to a gulag um, and being told that my family were... Well, they either died while I'm playing or, uh, you know, after I've been shipped off. Um, 
but I will never not enjoy planting contraband in people's houses, uh, people's apartments, and then watching them getting beaten and pulled into a police van. I will never not enjoy that. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, so I've, I've been looking into, like, I've been trying to find some, like, autumny feeling games to play. Um, because, you know, weather and that. Um, but yeah, that's where I've, I keep coming back. I've, I've installed Night in the Woods, which is some sort of charming little point and click adventure game. Right. Which, like, literally just before we went, I've been waiting to hold, I've been holding off and playing because they announced that they were put, doing a uh, free director's cut update to it uh, at some point in December. And that update just went live before we started the show. So I'll probably put that in for a spin. I'll talk about that next week. And I've also, been, oh yeah, I've been uh, playing some more, uh, plenty more Viscera clean up detail. Cool. Yeah. That's kind of been it. It's been a, you know, it's been a slow, slow week gaming wise for me. Well, I, I've had a slow week and yet not at the same time because I finally finished Link to the Past. Oh, congrats! So I that that was. Did you successfully link to the past? I did, well I did. Um, That's difficult. It was a weight off my shoulders. That's been a year that, <laughs> and it's it's not because it's hard or anything. It it's just it was. A, I I started playing it on the Raspberry Pi and then moved installations around on that and lost bits and started again and then started again on my 3DS when I bought it on that and it's. It's just been dragging on and on. And then it was getting that SNES Classic Mini just put it in one place and made me play it and it's done. And did I you kind sleep. of feel obligated yeah, sort of I did. to justify the purchase? <laughs> yeah, I did. That helped a lot, to be yeah. perfectly honest. Yeah. Um, and it was... I, I fucking love that game. It was wonderful. I really recommend it to anyone. Um it's a testament to how 16-bit games can totally stand up absolutely today um of course it's not breath of the wild but it's a very different type of game and it was a lot of fun to play and i'm glad it's done i'm glad the (laughs) fucker is over with um so yeah i should probably do some sort of content based on my zelda experiences this year Hmm. because i this time last year i had played no zelda games ever and as i sit here i've completed five so that's that's happened since christmas last year you did considerably better than my attempt to play through final fantasy where i sat down and played final fantasy one and i got roughly two hours into final fantasy one well i'm i'm struggling with the final fantasy myself (laughs) <laughs> I, I must admit, because Final Fantasy X on the PS2, that's the one I've I've had the most time with, and as I've said before, I look forward to getting to play it. Um, <laughs> the cutscenes that have been most of it so far are very beautiful and very well done, but apparently there's a game in there somewhere. I'm yet to discover it. Uh, I've had a quick go on Final Fantasy III, because that's on the SNES Mini. Uh, I might play more of that we'll see hmm. i don't know where i'm gonna to go to next i still gotta play siberia and uh what is it farming simulator <laughs> so i might play the siberias because i didn't realize they're actually on xbox they're on the um the arcade and yeah siberia 3 came out recently as well so um yeah 
Yeah, it, I, might, I might give those a go. They're in my wheelhouse. It's a nice little... Yeah, it is, actually. Yeah, it's absolutely in your wheelhouse. Um, and they're nice. I, I like it. I really still am liking it. Um, oh, I started playing Castlevania 4, because, again, that's on that little box. So I'm just don't know which one of them that is. You see, uh, if if you if yeah, if you say Castlevania and it doesn't end with Symphony of the Night, I have no clue what Castlevania play game you're playing. It is just it, that. I mean, that's it's Castlevania Four. There's okay. no <laughs> no weird title with it. It's the one that was on the SNES. Hmm. I believe that is the one that people think is the best one, isn't it? Four. I no, I don't. I don't know. I it's, think the Castlevania okay. series is one of those series. It's like Final Fantasy. Every game is someone's best, best one. one. Yeah. yeah. And if you go into a room and say, which one's the best? There will be blood. Yeah, I, I think that might be the case. I know Symphony of the Night on the PlayStation, that's the one where it became a lot more like Metroid. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, and so I think Castlevania 4, it's still quite a linear game. Uh, so it's not doing my head in as much. That said, I'm gonna I'm gonna try Super Metroid after enjoying uh, Give that a go, yeah. Return of Samus so much, it might be yeah. it might be worth a go. Well, I'm gonna mm-hmm. look. I've got to justify buying that fucking thing, so <laughs> I, I'm gonna play everything on it. That that's just a given, whether I as enjoy it, sits it or there not. Mocking you, yeah. It's it's yeah. behind me now. I can hear it. Like oh, you don't yeah. even know you're gonna play me. Come on. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. Also, oh, yeah. I, in an attempt to play more PS4, I, I put Knights of Azure back in, and well, that game is what it is. Don't even know what that we, is. I refer to it jokingly as the lesbian side boob game. Uh, I'm curious. Well, it has both those things. Oh well, and lesbian. Yeah. Um, but it's a kind of fancy hack and slash thing. There's a nice story to it, and it looks great, but. I don't know. I, I ended up buying it because it was cheap on PS4 and I saw that the sequel was coming out on Switch. And so, I, <laughs> so yeah, that was in it was again, that was one that was announced early on in the Switch. And so I kind of just wanted to see what it was. So I thought I'd give it a go. And it's it's all right. It's it's I'm getting through it one way or another. <laughs> it yeah. will be done yeah uh, that's pretty much the attitude yeah. it will be done uh yeah and that uh, and then xenoblade chronicles arrived for the 3ds but i've not really played it yet i don't know if that was last week anymore now maybe it i was. don't i don't think so i don't think you mentioned that last week right but i have nothing to say because i've not played it uh, so as your uh when's the uh the retro city rampage is that like no idea soon or <laughs> no idea it is be, it has been shipped i've had a shipping uh warning oh right, so it has, right okay um nice. but i don't know when to expect it as i understand it's coming from canada right so i i don't know it's it's the same retro city rampage dx that's on every other platform on earth it's just the and indeed on on the e-shop in the on the switch so I just <laughs> have bought this because it's a physical release. Fair enough. Fair and enough. they are not common. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I'd, I'd rather have the physical release. The dumb thing is I own this on the 3DS. I just haven't really played it yet. Uh, speaking of physical thing, phys- speaking of physical things, Rich, uh, 
Yeah. I had, do you remember a few weeks ago I mentioned about the, uh, the Conker's Bad Fur Day vinyl that was being put out by uh, I Am 8-Bit? I've had a bit of an adventure with that. Oh, right. Yeah. So it came out on Black Friday, which was like two weeks ago now. And I caved. I totally caved and I pre-ordered it. Um, and it was shipping in, uh, it says it's going to be shipping sort of maybe around Marchish next year. So I pre-ordered it. And then over the next couple of days, I kept going back to the page and looking at it. Did you ever do that? Yeah. Mm. And I just, I, I became more and more annoyed with it every time I looked at it. And I eventually, uh, I got so annoyed that I tweeted to I am 8-Bit. I said, it's great that you're bringing this out, but why, why is it on black vinyl? Why is it not on colored vinyl? Why have you made this, what should be an easy decision for me? Why are you making me regret it? And I sat and I stewed for a couple more days and they eventually tweeted back to me uh, saying that uh, they gave me two explanations. They gave me two, uh, two reasons why they'd done it on black vinyl. Uh, they said that firstly, it made them uh, thematically with uh, thematically uh, based on the game and based on the artwork. Uh, black vinyl made the most sense. And they also said that black vinyl sounds the best anyway. I Objection. I am known. <laughs> I am known for becoming disproportionately outraged at things. <laughs> this set me off. I got this tweet at about two in the morning. And I stayed up till five uh, photoshopping <laughs> some stuff for them. Uh, because I look, I'm going to drop this into the Slack uh, if I can. Yes, gaming issue. Is that? Oh, it's uploading. Okay. Because first things first, I went. I actually went into their website and I looked at every single uh, vinyl release they've done. They've done 45. Three of them are on black vinyl. The other 42 are on colored vinyl, appropriate to the packaging and the game that they're doing. The other two ones that are on black vinyl. Our Cuphead, which is like in a black and white, you know, it's made to look like a 1940s or 50s style cartoon thing. So it makes sense. And the other one is Persona 5, which again is in a black box. So it makes sense. So this is the one and only black vinyl they've done. Go into the Slack and look at that cover. I, I'm looking that now then, right? Because this, this explains something. When you put this picture up on Twitter and said, which one is the best one? And I can't remember which one I said. I think you went for the the bottom one. I definitely didn't go for the black vinyl one. Yeah, because the cover because of this, I yeah, I said to them, I actually sent this off in a series of tweets to them. I first off, I, I said, I basically said, can I have a job? Because these are <laughs> here are one, two, three, four, five, six options, which sprang to mind immediately upon looking at your album art that I uh, think are more appropriate than black. And then when they said that it, you know, it matched the cover, the album art they've chosen, it's bright yellow with giant orange letters, a multicolored cast, and it has a fucking rainbow on it. And they looked at that and said, black. I, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. I, well, I, I, I like I, the colored ones you've done though. Yes. I, I, I like the orange that. and blue one. They're very cool. I like um, the blue one too. 
that's yeah. uh, the more I looked at my own. So I threw these together. I threw together this Photoshop of uh, I did one for the people who can't see this. One of them because it's it's two it's a, a two disc set. So I did one of them, you know, orange, one blue, because that's Conqueror's color. One brown and one yellow because that's the great mighty poo. And then I thought for fun, do one that's a split between the two. One that's both orange and blue, and one that's brown with yellow spots in it. I thought that you know those. Those options sprang to mind immediately, uh, and yet it just did not occur to IMA. But so I, uh, I then attempted to cancel my pre-order because they didn't respond to this. Whenever I sent them off this, uh, you know, these options, they just completely ignored me, uh, which I kind of expected. But uh, yeah, I eventually, a few days later, I uh, I attempted to cancel my pre-order. It took uh, three emails to get them to respond to me because they don't have a, a cancel option on the website. If you want to cancel, you have to email them. And they ignored the first two emails where I requested a cancellation. So I sent them a third one uh, last week saying, right, this is the third time. This is the order number. I want it canceled and refunded. If you don't, I'll just go to my bank and have them uh, do a chargeback and I'll have these emails as proof. So they eventually did the, uh, the other day. Uh, refund me so that's nice oh blimey what a pain in the ass though but i'm sort of object to this this horseshit they tried to sell you about black final sounds better i mean that's just yeah dumbness yeah, I, yeah, I agree. It's, I agree. Kind of stupid. yeah. It, it's ridiculous i mean i've sort of I, I occasionally buy vinyl myself um and i like you pretty much only buy colored vinyl um because if i'm gonna buy vinyl rather than you know, buy a CD or uh, you want it to be a bit different uh, or, you know, buy a special edition of such a thing. I mean, I sort of run into a problem that my taste in music is, well, obviously metal and Mm. those, that sort of area. But with, I find it's quite unimaginative in their area because the metal colors are black and which fine already comes in. And the other color that people want to do metal stuff in is red. So it's always like special edition or red. Oh, Another red vinyl, mate. You don't understand how much red vinyl I already own. <laughs> yeah. um, so it, it's always um, attractive to me when they do vinyl in something that isn't black or red. Uh, so yeah, I completely understand why you've. I mean, but yeah, I, just I mean, like I say, the lie well, that they told you more than yeah. anything else in there. That um, was what, yeah, the, the sort of the 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 bullshit that oh, we suddenly you know the idea that three of their forty five releases have been on black vinyls like oh so now suddenly you car <laughs> really that's what you're gonna say to justify this and then I, I was offended by that i was offended by the lie and i was offended by the lack of creativity on this mm-hmm. one release which i was i'm just i'm so disappointed because i look at that orange and blue one and i'm like i want that <laughs> i really I'll want tell you that what, if they ever did a, a portal vinyl they'd have to do it orange and blue wouldn't they they have, yeah. Mondo yeah. have done a. They did. Well, this is irritating. They did an orange and blue one, but it was uh, exclusive to people who attended a convention. Damn it! Oh. But they mm-hmm. they just lately. They, I think just yeah. Again, uh, Black Friday they put up uh, on the website for pre-order. You can get one in uh, white. I'll tell you what. I'll, when fits, I was, you know. Yeah. I think the, one of the cooler bit of, when I was a very little girl because my dad's been collecting vinyl since forever. So when I was a very little girl, one of our fa- I used to say, "Daddy, can you show me your coloured vinyl?" And because Dad had or has 
vinyl in basically every color of the rainbow and the one that i really liked was like a baby pink one that he had nice i and have I've never seen yeah. one like that again since really i have uh, yeah. i got there's a oh god what's the name of the place to do it it's uh rockabye baby i think they call it it's basically they do uh, albums which are lullaby renditions of various artists so you know they do everything they do metal you know they've done uh, i'm not much of a metalhead but they do you know any artist under the sun they release one so yeah i did grab they did uh lullaby renditions of the flaming lips and the vinyl oh, wow, okay. was it was clear pink and it's oh, it's right. really cool it's like that baby pink but it's slightly transparent and i really enjoyed but yeah so this was i think my first interaction with i am 8-bit and it wasn't good it was not no. good top to bottom uh and yeah i have cancelled my pre-order and it's just it's a disappointment oh, although wow. it did give me some photoshop pr- practice I've, it's been a while since i photoshopped that was that was harder than you think <laughs> it's very well done though mm. yeah. and i'm, I'm rubbish at photoshopping anything so there you go but yeah that was my pain, and I share it with you willingly. I'm trying to think if we got anything else. I feel like I've got something I wanted to mention, but I think that might just be linked to the past that I wanted to brag about, like it's some kind of achievement. <laughs> <laughs> like I like I found the way out. Like I didn't just look it up on YouTube. I did, I did find lot. out. I also found out, like yesterday, I bothered to actually look into this for the first time. Uh, I found out why uh, PlayStation games... Uh, PS1 games uh, have shaky polygons where N64 games don't. Um, do you want to know the answer? Go on. It's because the PS1 was a bit shit compared to the N64. Okay, yeah, that works. <laughs> That's basically there's this whole thing with uh, fixed point math versus floating point math. Uh, I don't understand it, but I feel satisfied that I, enough that I looked into it to say that I understand it. Fair enough. But yeah. yeah, I can believe that. I'm, I'm not a fan of the PS1 yet. No. Still looking for that game that I'm supposed to enjoy. I don't know. Yeah, I think I'm for sure everyone it was. There. I think for everyone it was Tomb Raider, but we've had better Tomb Raiders since then. I wasn't and a fan Tomb Raider, of Tomb Raider then. Tomb Raider has not aged well. No, no, it has not. I'm, I feel the need to go and look up more PS1 games and see if there's a. Oh, I don't know. Anyway. Thank you for listening to our show, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. Hope you had a nice time. Feel all warm inside. I do. But I've been drinking. I haven't really. No, I smoke drugs. Anyway, so, yeah. Thank you for listening, everybody. We appreciate your support on Simply Everything. Uh, That also has now ad-free versions of this show and all the other shows that come out on a week-to-week basis. So check those out. Uh, I've also just started re-releasing uh, movies you should see and make it so. So if you want to catch up with those, uh, they're going from the beginning. I've skipped a few. Do you know what happened? I started to put them out again a few months ago when we were with Audio Boom. And then that all <laughs> fell through. And so I never really got on with it. But now I've got it set up again with Blog Talk Radio. So those are coming out again like a podcast. Uh, and maybe one day there will be a, a special podcast feed just for simply everything listeners uh, that has all these ad free episodes in. But honestly, a week and a half of my life down the fucking toilet. I haven't got a clue what day it is anymore. And that was I didn't have a clue what day it was this time last week. 
This is a tight outro. This is what? Sorry. A tight <laughs> outro. Yeah, this is the. Yeah, as Nick would say, <laughs> wrap it up, Rich. So thank you for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week with another show. Uh, until then, bye bye. So you smoke drugs. I go down to the overpass and yell at lorries on the motorway. Emma, what do you do? <laughs> I watch NFL games that make me cross. I prefer my version. <laughs>